Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pied del Canyon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. It's Wednesday. Oh my God, what a day we have in front of us today. Uh, great show coming up, guys. I am live in the radio studio, not the Probo sh- studio. So I have the uh, have the privilege of being with my co-host Natch. How are you doing, Natch? Hello, uh, very well, thank you. How's your week going? Mm, bien, very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's so nice to be around news. here. <laughs> it's so nice to be around here when the r- head of the radio is not here, right? <laughs> Since he's been on vacation, woo. That's why I've been coming in so much, Natch. <laughs> um, are you going to... There's a. By the way, guys, there is the pub quiz tonight held in um, uh, held in Real Madrid, Kaya Amaniel, number 20... <laughs> I don't know. which. Where is it, Natch? 26? 23. 23. Um, at Real Madrid, hosted by Mr. Richard Vaughan. Um, you're not going, right, Natch? No, I'm not. Yeah, me neither. I have to um, t- pick my kids up from school. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to go. I have to go. <laughs> it's my obligation. Um, so, yeah, please um, please come. I, I know a lot of you just heard the Natch can't go, so a lot of you are cancelling your plans right now. But I promise, Richard does a good quiz. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the 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 penultimate. No, this is, this is not the last show. The last show of the year will be Friday, Natch. Unbelievable. I haven't taken a break. Not even in the summer of the radio. I haven't taken a break from the podcast um, since I broke my ribs. <laughs> so I feel like I've earned it. I've earned a Christmas vacation, guys. So yeah, the Probo Show goes on um, on a little hiatus for Christmas, for the Christmas period. Um, I'll get back pretty soon after the new year, so stay tuned. Um, uh, yeah, the Probo Show doesn't celebrate Reyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be in I'll be in England. If you want to keep up with my adventures there, you should do it on um, on my Patreon. I'll be uploading semi regularly just to keep up and and see how you guys are doing. You can join the Patreon, my Patreon for free. Patreon.com forward slash Professional Bohemian Bohemio Professional. Pero in English. Um, we've got a bunch of awesome people joining us in the chat right now. We have um, uh, we have The Bridge. We have Vero. Good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. We have Decoy. We have um, Datter. We're all in bed watching, waiting. <laughs> that sounds a little dark <laughs> and ominous. Hey, let me see your hands. <laughs> That's all I ask. Let me see your hands. Um... <laughs> Uh, David is here. Hello. Good morning. I'm David. How are you doing, David? Good morning, my friend. Uh, born to Iron Man. Good morning, folks. Um, Rob must be freaking out. Imagine us all lying down like sardines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a good thought, man. <laughs> no, you guys relax. Um, take the weight off. Probo's got it from here. A warm welcome to our new warrior, Datur and David. Datur um, has been around the community for a little while. David, welcome welcome david 76 i imagine that makes you two years older than me which puts you around i don't know 23 (laughs) all right let's see i thoroughly tortured the elves today thoroughly tortured them and boy did they prepare a good show for us in today's 100 humans we um i asked them um what kind of esotericism by our palabra what kind of esotericism or occult practices do people engage in? Um, esoterismo? Más o menos, yeah. Or occult practicas, practicas ocultas. Do people engage in? Um, in today's Complete the News, we will... I have two news stories, as always. Do you know Dakota Johnson, Natch? She was in Fifty Shades of Grey. She's going to be in Madame Web. Um, we'll find out what uh, Dakota Johnson says she does for 14 hours. Keep it clean. Is all I'm saying. Keep it clean, all you guys in bed. <laughs> um, and then, today's unpopular opinion. Boy, it's a good one. The concept of fate. El concepto de destino. The concept of, of fate is used as an excuse. Uh, se utiliza. Uh, se utiliza. I don't know where to put the emphasis on that word. 
I'm doing it well. I got nivelazo. Oh, I got the nacho nod. Okay. Se utiliza como excusa. They use it as an excuse not to take action. Para no tomar medidas. The concept of fate. Destino. Is used as an excuse not to take action. We'll dig into that in a little while. But first of all, my friends, I'm here. You're here. Um, let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Um, <clears throat> I have two news stories that seriously bury the lead. Have you heard that expression, to bury the lead? In journalism, right, when, you, um, uh, when you're writing a story and the most important information you just gloss over really quickly in the article, the kind of information where people go, oh, hang on, did you read that? That's called burying the lead. Um, so they bury the lead. First piece of news, right, comes from, uh, oh, where did it come from? Uh, CNBC.com. Asian cities, las ciudad, ciudades asiáticas, gain ground, um, ganan terreno, in Euromonitor's top 100 cities to visit. Um, en el top 100 de ciudades para visitar. The Euromonitor. Um can you guess the top um, the top city, Natch? The top city, I'll tell you what. The top city is Paris. Okay. Can you um, can you would you hasten to guess any others? Top cities in the world to visit. Uh, uh Berlin. Berlin. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. Is Berlin there? It's not in there. It's it's probably there, but it's not. It's number six. Give us another. New York. New York. Ooh, where's New York? Oof, New York. Ah, eight. I don't know. Uh, Tokyo? I don't know. Tokyo's there. Number four. Number four. Well done, Natch. Well done. Madrid? <laughs> Madrid is there, sir, at number three. Ooh. Yeah, Nivalatho. A Probo approved for the city where, where we live. Probo approved. If you're, if you're an international listener, yes. Yes, we produce the show live from Madrid in the center of Spain. How are you doing? Um, drive carefully, Pedro. How are you doing, Pedro? Welcome, welcome. Um, uh, Rob, you can't under the fact, can you? Uh, unsee that fact, can you? I cannot. Uh, Dator says Hong Kong. Is Hong Kong there? Mm, Hong Kong is there at number 17. But yeah, burying the lead of this article, Paris, number one, Dubai, number two, and Madrid, number three. Oh, followed by Tokyo and then Amsterdam. There you go. People ask me, you know, people ask me, Rob, why did you, why did you leave England when you live in such a beautiful place, if, uh, the north of England, the crown jewel? <laughs> um, can I tell you why, Natch? If you search um, Europe's most dangerous cities, <laughs> you'll find number one on the list is where I'm going for Christmas to see my family. <laughs> True story. Europe's most Europe's crime index, index. Europe's most dangerous cities. Number four, Coventry, United Kingdom. We're killing it in England, literally. Um, uh, number three, Cantania, Italy. I've never heard of it. Number two, um, uh, yeah, Italy, the Florida of Europe. Uh, number two, Marseille, France. Number one, Bradford, United Kingdom, with a crime index of 69.2. There you go. Top of the list, Natch. <laughs> I live in one of the most desirable places to visit, so obviously I go to a shithole to vacate for my vacation. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do. No, I don't go for the city. I go for the family. That's why I go. <laughs> but crazy, right? Most dangerous city in Europe. My God. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they buried the lead. Yes, um, Madrid, um, number three city in the world to visit. Um, uh, the ranking is based on 55 metrics across categories like economic and business performance, tourism, infrastructure, policy, health, safety, and sustainability. Uh, Dubai, Madrid, Tokyo, Amsterdam follow Paris in the top five. Uh, notably, Tokyo made it from made it to the top ten for the first time. Congratulations, Tokyo. Catania says uh, Verod. I might have said that wrong. My bad. I mean, it's Italy, guys. Come on. <laughs> they don't, they, two things they don't do in Italy. Read books or listen to the radio. <laughs> oh. Look, I can say these things because I'm half Italian. If you say them, you're racist. So, <laughs> so there you go. All right. 
another news story that buries the lead. Um, there is a secret WhatsApp group, Natch. There's a secret WhatsApp group chat. I don't know if in England we're supposed to say WhatsApp. I'm so I've been become so Spanish in my pronunciation of apps. There is a WhatsApp group uh, with more than a hundred Silicon Valley CEOs. Con más de cien CEOs de Silicon Valley in it, and even they didn't know what Sam Altman got fired for. Remember we covered the story about the CEO of OpenAI getting fired? Well, apparently there's a there's a WhatsApp group of all the most powerful people in the world, <laughs> and not even they know. And, and the, So the article, this article from uh, Business Insider, right, goes on to talk about Mark Zuckerberg, um, uh, Drew Houston, and a bunch of other high-level CEOs in... Um, in Silicon Valley, and that they have, they still have no idea why Sam Altman got fired. Um, the the board at the time said it was because of a lack of communication, but that seems not to be the case. And nobody will ever know. Nobody will ever know. But again, they buried the lead. There's a WhatsApp group with the hundred most powerful people in the world. I mean, I know what WhatsApp groups are. They're all about bad memes and parents complaining about kids' schools. I think that's basically it, right? That's the majority of why people use WhatsApp. Oh, uh, like people, you know, conspiracy theorists, like they're saying, you know, they they all meet in clandestine, in clandestine manners on islands. The Bilderberg Group. No, they're all chatting on WhatsApp, you idiots. <laughs> Can you? Does that not scare you a little bit, Natch? Yeah, it does me too. <laughs> and the worst part about that is that Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he, he knows it all because he owns WhatsApp. Anyway, there you go. So the 100, um, uh, 100 um, most powerful CEOs in Silicon Valley share a WhatsApp group. God, that must be the most geekiest, boring. Did you watch Game of Thrones last night? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, still not watched uh, House of the Dragon, right, Natch? No, I know. Okay. Season two coming soon, just saying. Um, all right, let's get into um, the final piece of news. We're going back to tech and AI. It's not just you. Um, no eres solo tú. It's not just you. ChatGPT is lazier. It's más perezoso. Um, and OpenAI have confirmed it. You know what this says to me? Well, let's get into the news. OpenAI has acknowledged that ChatGPT has been performing less effectively, responding to users' concerns about the AI recent laziness. Users on ChatGPT subreddit have noted instances of lackluster responses and generally reduced helpfulness. OpenAI suspects this underperformance might be linked to the November 11th upgrade, though they haven't provided specific details. Um, if you're looking, if you're looking for, um, for ChatGPT evolving into life, Natch, I think we've just seen it. <laughs> I think that's it. Buscate la vida, macho. ChatGPT, how do I make a good tortilla española? Buscate la vida, macho. Ponte Google, no? Inteligencia artificial. I'm in artificial intelligence. Get your finger out of your butthole and search on Google. I think we've um, we've rounded the corner, Natch. ChatGPT is alive. <laughs> They've lobotomized ChatGPT for safety reasons, says Datter. You know what, Datter? There's a lot of truth to that. ChatGPT 4, the early testing versions, were off the charts compared to the model that they released to the public. Uh, ChatGPT procrastinating, says the bridge. My God, it's becoming conscious. Yeah, exactly. It's becoming more human. As soon as it says, you know, just do it yourself, will you? <laughs> That's it. It's human. It's human. Um, so there you go. This issue perceived. Um, uh, this issue of perceived reduced performance isn't new, with similar complaints dating back six months. Previously, OpenAI had denied that ChatGPT was becoming less capable, suggesting that increased user familiarity might be highlighting limitations more prominently. Um, that's true. I mean, obviously, I don't use ChatGPT. I have an army of elves 
Um, but um, I have friends that use ChatGPT and they... They say it's all about the prompts, man. If you're prompting ChatGPT well enough, um, you're going to get decent results. That's um, uh, that's my those are my thoughts. Oh, Natch, I have over my vacation, I have descended into a black hole of geekness. Like I downloaded Python to my computer, not the snake, <laughs> the programming, um, uh, the programming ecosystem. So yeah, oh dude, oh. Yeah, I'm going to get thicker glasses. <laughs> I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings match. <laughs> uh, Vero, now ask if Mr. Zuckerberg and Mr. Musk don't bear each other or can't stand each other, or to the point. Um, why are they sharing a WhatsApp group? The world's going down the drain. True story, Vero, true story. Um, you need to invest in better whips, says the bridge. Yeah, no, I mean, my elves perform at 100%. All the time. Powered by elves. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, on that note, let's move on to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Okay, guys, time for the unpopular opinion, which today is the concept of fate is used as an excuse not to take action. El concepto de destino se utiliza como excusa para no tomar medidas. Do not take action. Hmm. Interesting. Um, if you want to participate in the early polls for our unpopular opinions, you can do that on my Instagram at Professional Bohemian. Bohemian Professional, but in English. Do I have to repeat this every damn day, guys? Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the concept of destiny um, is used as an excuse to not take action. How do you think they voted on Instagram, Natch? Mm, they said true. They did say, a little or a lot? Like 70. 92%. Which surprised me because of the platform, right? Surprised me because of the platform. Like, I get I get bombarded. Because I'm a Gemini, like your good self, sir. I get bombarded with Gemini horoscopes from Instagram. <laughs> Not that I look at them, but someone sends me them, so I'll open it. And it's like a horoscope. Gemini, today you will meet another human. <laughs> you will feel, you will breathe oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like the home of esoteric nonsense and where people who believe in things like fate congregate. So it was a, a great surprise and shock to me um, to see that, yeah, 92% of people agreed with that statement. The concept of fate is used as an excuse not to take action. Um, I really, I don't really need excuses to procrastinate, says the uh, says Decoy. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> All right, let's get into some pros and cons. I did whip up a frenzy among the elves today to, um, uh, to provide us with some pro and con arguments with regards to this unpopular opinion. Let's go through them now. In the pro column, saying yes, fate is just an excuse to, you know, to not do anything, just to, you know, be susceptible to the winds of change. Believing in fate can lead some individuals to attribute their life circumstances solely to external forces. This belief can serve as a convenient excuse to avoid taking responsibility for their actions or the direction of their lives. Ooh, que fuerte, no? Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> oh, I'm having a bad day. It's because Mercury is, is on the cusp of Venus. Now, you're having a bad day because you've just been a lazy ass. <laughs> Perhaps if you left the house, did something for yourself. I don't know. Maybe Mercury, where Mercury is on the cusp of whatever wouldn't matter. <laughs> right? Take action. Next. Um, if one believes that outcomes are predetermined by fate, it may lead to a passive approach to decision-making. Such an attitude might discourage proactive efforts to change or improve one's situation. It wasn't meant to be. If it doesn't happen, if I don't get this job, if I don't get this bank loan, Natch, it was never meant to be. <laughs> So I will immediately stop trying. 
soft. I see that as soft. Next. <laughs> oh, I'm on fire today, Natch. Yeah, yeah. If there's anything that gets my gut, it's all this kind of esoteric nonsense, like fate and whatnot. <laughs> um, justification for failure. When faced with failure or misfortune, attributing the situation to fate can be an easier way to cope rather than acknowledging personal shortcomings or the need to change. Mm. Yeah. I got fired from my job because the universe is pushing me towards a career change. No. Maybe you got fired because you're lazy. I don't know. Or maybe the universe, the entire universe, which you seem to believe moves mountains for you, <laughs> has decided that you need a new job. Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. I was having a conversation about religion the other day, Natch, with a, an American friend of mine. And um, and he says, well, what is it that annoys you about it? And I said, look, I don't, religion does not annoy me. And he says, look, I listened to your show and I've heard you complain about religion a ton of times. What is it you find so ridiculous? Or what is your barrier to belief? And I said, my barrier to belief is that I refuse to believe that the entire universe was created for me and for, for the rest of humankind. I feel like that is a, a level of egocentricity that not even I can attain. <laughs> Fit. Anyway, let's continue. Um, again, in the pro column, the belief in fate... Um, is as an unchangeable destiny can hinder personal growth and development. It might prevent individuals from learning from their mistakes or striving to overcome changes. That attitude is so Spanish, I can't take it, says the bridge. Is it really? <laughs> um, yeah, true. If you like, look, you're not destined for everything. If I was destined for anything, it would be a life of violence and alcoholism in Bradford. But instead, I took the reins of my life and I changed it. I say that to someone who believes in fate. You know what they say, Natch? No, your fate was to leave. <laughs> I just want to strangle the life out of them. <laughs> All right. In the con column saying, no, no, no. Fate as a concept. Um, fate as a concept beyond an excuse for interaction. It's more than just an excuse not to take action. Let's get into the cons. Um, for many, the concept of fate provides comfort in times of hardship and loss, offering a sense of order or reason in life's challenges. This can foster resilience and the ability to cope with difficult situations. Yeah, I mean, if you don't believe in God, a belief in fate, the, 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 I don't know, the sands of time, destiny, nonsense. If you can't just be a grown-up, fine, fate. Um, yeah, I guess you guys can see where I land on this one already. Um, belief in fate doesn't necessarily negate the value of taking action. M many people believe balance in, ba in a balance where fate determines certain life events, but personal choice and action still play cru crucial roles. That's a true story. You can believe in fate and still be proactive. Um, motivation for positive action. In some cases, believing in fate can motivate individuals to act more positively. The idea that one's fate is to achieve great things can inspire action towards those ends. True story. If you believe in your heart of hearts, you're destined for greatness, you will, um, you will try harder. You will take it as given that you're going to succeed and just put in a lot more effort than perhaps you would have if you didn't believe in such things. Uh, the bridge here. Fate is an excuse, says the bridge. No faith in fate, says Decoy. Um, framework for understanding life. Here we go. Uh, final point in the con column. For some, fate provides a philosophical or spiritual framework for understanding life. This belief can encourage acceptance and peace rather than being used as an excuse for not taking action. Some good points there. Vero said, um, the concept of fate may be written, but only ones who can change it, are, the only ones who can change it are us with our actions. So there you go. How do you fall on this one, Natch? What do you think? Uh, I agree that they, uh, they, they never lose. Like, the yeah, people yeah. that believe in fate is like, you don't, 
do anything, oh, it was it was destiny. fate. You do something, <laughs> oh, it was it was your destiny. destiny. <laughs> you know, <you> <laughs> no, exactly. Anything that is so wishy-washy, dude. I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> and tell me, is there really such a great difference between that and religion? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, okay, I'm not going to get... Look, I, I respect all your beliefs, and it is baby Jesus' birthday soon, so, you know, let's be respectful. <laughs> all right, my friends. So, that's today's unpopular opinion. I will be posting the poll in the chat for you, my wonderful live audience, to vote on. You will tell me, um, is fate used an ex as an excuse for not taking action. Friends, um, this is my penultimate day in the studio with the Natch, so don't go anywhere. A lot of things you could have been doing today, but guess what? Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with Natch and I, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, friends? Uh, if you're just tuning in, what did you miss? We looked at Madrid being number three in the top 100 cities to visit. Oh, doesn't it feel nice to live in a desirable place, Natch? Jeez. And um, and the fact that Bradford is not where I'm from is the number one most dangerous city in Europe. <laughs> oh. That yeah, makes me smile. Um, <laughs> let's continue. Then we, um, then we saw that there is a secret WhatsApp group with more than 100 Silicon Valley CEOs. It did, that that has got to have conspiracy theorists going wild, doesn't it? Um, that piece of news there by um, uh, Business Insider. Yeah, I mean, they buried the lead because the, the article's actually about the Sam Altman firing and rehiring. And the fact that um, the leaders in tech at the moment have no idea why it happened. Apparently, there's currently um, an investigation underway. Um, so maybe we'll find the truth one day. Um, and finally, we wrapped up the news by covering the fact that ChatGPT is, in fact, lazier. It's más perezoso. It's lazier. Um, OpenAI confirmed it. Um, uh, yeah, it's rounded the corner. It's become more human. <laughs> Congratulations. And then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is the concept of fate is used as an excuse to not or not to take action. Um, el concepto, concepto de destino se utiliza como excusa para no tomar medidas. There you go. Um, we had a good um, back and forth in the chat among the live audience and myself. Um, and we had some good pros and cons there. But I did ask them to vote and the vote is now finished. <laughs> Quite unsurprising. Quite an unsurprising result today, Natch. Um, let's look at some uh, some messages I got on Instagram with regard to this. People often misuse fate as a convenient escape. This is from Lena. It undermines our capacity for critical thinking and action. Oof. Lena, can we get a Probo approved? Um, wow. Probo approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Um, I've seen plenty who blame fate for their failures. It's just an excuse. Success is about taking action from Raj writing to us again. Nice. Well done, Raj. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I've failed more times than I've succeeded in life. <laughs> you know, way more. Way more. And I didn't see it as my fate. My, it was my fate for this not to succeed. No, because it's all a learning process, right? You've got to, like, you learn more from failure than you ever will from success. And that's, um, uh, that's a fact. Uh, Emma says, I think fate does play a role, but it's misunderstood. Oh, God, Emma, let me strap myself in. Clack, clack. Oh, oh that. Hang on. I think, all right, Emma. Uh, look, I, I appreciate that you reached out. 
I think fate does play a role, but it's misunderstood. It's about aligning with the universe and not being passive. True, it shouldn't be an excuse for inaction, but we can't ignore the power of destiny in shaping our paths. I feel like I just got dumber reading that comment. <laughs> I mean, look, Emma, I get you. Look, I don't want to poo-poo your beliefs. You know, you... You know, you may believe believe that a planet like Mercury or Venus, you know, tells you about the appropriate way to be living your life. And that's and that's good. You know, there are people who believe in an imaginary man in the sky who <laughs> tells them if their actions are good or bad. You know, I so you know, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Um finally Alex reached out. I get the fate thing kind of like the universe has a plan. But yeah, can't just sit around and wait for things to happen. That's from Alex. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, my God. I'm trying I'm I'm trying very hard to to present a balanced argument match and I'm finding it super hard today. Super hard. Um, Datter says, um, a number of theoretical physicists have made an argument for perpetual reoccurrence. Not so much fit, but the, that the time repeats itself in an infinite loop where the same events will occur in the, exactly the same way over and over again for eternity. That's from Datter. But I believe, Datter, that is at a macroscopic level that the universe will eventually crunch lead to the big crunch will collapse in on itself to an infinitely small point and then explode out in another big bang i don't think it means that you know on the 13th of december you're going to eat toast <laughs> or that your podcast is a failure <laughs> i don't think it means that i think it means at a very macro planet universe level but i could be wrong hey data i'm not an expert um, the bridge says, hey, Rob, this in this is modern times. Chatting from all over the world, each lying in his own bed, I suppose. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. Um, you're just um, a chimp running on a wheel, says uh, Dato. True story. <laughs> True story. Can we get Dato a, a Nivalatho, please? Or a, a Probo approved? Probo approved. The bridge asks, Rob, who put it there? Who put what there? The universe, the infinitely small and infinitely dense um, uh, grain of nothing that exploded into the universe. You know what, Bridge? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just pretty sure he didn't look like Santa Claus in a toga. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get messages about today's show, Natch. I am. Uh, what you need to remember before you complain to me or anyone about um, the opinions expressed in this show is that nobody cares? Least of all me. <laughs> all right, let's get into um, uh, let's get into the results of the poll, shall we? So they did vote on Instagram, as I said. Um, it was quite swayed towards um, towards true, ninety two percent. The the uh, the opinion was the unpopular opinion was the concept of fate is used as an excuse not to take action. El concepto de destino se utiliza como excusa para no tomar medidas. You guys in our live audience said one hundred percent true. Ooh, no, no, the universe is expanding, not crunching. Yeah, yeah, I was I was led to believe that. But what Datter said there um, about the fact that time is a treadmill kind of goes in line with the big crunch theory, um, expansion and contraction, hence why I mentioned it. But yeah, it's being shown that the universe is expanding at an ex increased rate. Mm, interesting, interesting stuff. I love physics, man. I'm a geek. Um, no, time isn't linear, says Dato. Okay. I feel like I'm in the plot of a Marvel movie right now. <laughs> Natch, do you see Loki? No. Oh, it's no. good, dude. It's one of the Marvel projects to watch. Like, the rest of them are pretty bad. Loki is awesome. I think you'll enjoy it. I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't think... Just like House of the Dragon, Natch. <laughs> but Loki is finished now, so there's only two seasons, and both of them are awesome. 
Anyway, um, needed to type this as driving, says um, uh, says Pedro. Be careful, Pedro. I appreciate you being a warrior, uh, but, um, you know, stay safe on the roads. Uh, I did the result, right, Nacho? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got carried away with my own shtick. All right, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, we humans, we, we humans, we evolved monkeys, as Dato would probably say. Uh, you know, we we draw all these imaginary lines in the dirt and pretend the earth is ours. We talk about climate change like it's the earth's problem. It's not the earth's problem. The earth is going to be fine. It's our problem, right? Yeah, no, we, you know, we, we invent gods and then kill each other over our invented gods. You know, we believe that the universe has a plan for us. I get it. Look, I don't want to poo-poo your beliefs. Whatever helps get you through the day, keeps you happy and motivated in a community, I'm all for it. I think the only time and the only um, the, the only condition I would put on that support would be if it starts to affect, detrimentally affect your life. Don't ever not take an opportunity. Don't ever settle for failure. Don't ever underestimate your own ability to change your life this is coming from someone who really really did coming from europe's number one most dangerous city <laughs> a kid with alcoholism and very little prospects to um to where i eventually ended up in a beautiful loving environment with a great job and amazing colleagues like the natch um doing this show like you are capable of more than what the universe might have a plan for. Imagine for a second the universe has a plan. Great. Have your own plan. That's what I would say. And on that note, friends, um, uh, let's go to today's 100 Humans. I forgot to say, Natch, all that, that was just an opinion. And as Grandpa Bo would say, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and they all stink. All right, um, 100 humans. Oh, my God, friends, you wouldn't believe it. But it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, what kind of esotericism um, or occult practices do people engage in? Woo! Hot one today. Let's see. Um, es esoterismo. Es esoterismo? Something like that. Or, Nivela, oh, thank you, thank you. Or practicas ocultas. Um, do people engage in? I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top. How many? The top seven answers. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. Uh, before we get into it, I did post this on Instagram again. Big thanks to Eric, McVia B, Pedro, Materia Scuro, um, Nessa Fanessa, Raj, um, Emma, and others. It's a lot of scrolling, friends. <laughs> um, yeah, we still haven't figured out a decent way to incorporate these into the show, but there you go. It doesn't matter. You know why, guys? Because as always, we go to the Oracle for the, for the first answer. What do you think? Natch. What's an occult or esoteric practice people engage in? Tarot. Tarot. Tarot cards. Oh, my mum loves tarot. Let's see. There was a period there in the 90s where it seems like everybody believed in things. <laughs> Before the cynicism of the 2000s um, took hold. Where um, tarot's were everything. You know, now there are kind of like angel cards and things like that. I have, I have angel cards. Let's see what the angels are going to say. <laughs> I know there are people so triggered with me right now. You know, guys, don't be angry. Um, uh, ask the angels what to do. <laughs> uh, Millie Molly Mandy, good morning, Rob. Love your show. It makes my mornings. Thank you, Millie Molly. That's a beautiful thing to say. Straight out of Bradford says... Um, <laughs> Says the coin. Can we get um, a, a promo show? A promo approved. Promo approved. <laughs> Rob, maybe that was the university's plan for you. Yeah, no, that's what they say. The promo show gets us through the day. That's a lovely comment. Guys, some of these lovely comments. I'm not going yet. I've still got tomorrow and Friday. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Brilliant, isn't it? Oh, you guys have been so nice. Um, so you say Tarot. Tarot is there, Natch. Well done. 24 of 100 humans said Tarot cards. Tarot cards. It's in second place. Hmm. I don't like the bald man who says nasty things. <laughs> the cards. The cards will show you how, uh, how it worked. Don't worry. Um, all right. Um, McVie also said Tarot on Instagram. Okay. Do you need these guys need some clues, man? They're they they have no idea. Uh Natch, this one is a re you know, it's kind of like you look up to the heavens. Uh, you know. M Mercury is in the zone of Venus nonsense. What do you call that? Do you know? Astrology. Astrology Natch is there, and it's the number one answer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. What Neptune is doing is um, is totally relevant to you finding a new job. <laughs> it's like when you say it like that, it sounds rid ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Ah, <laughs> um, if it's not a cult. Surely we we wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying, Bridge. So occult practices or esotericism that people engage in. Um, there's one surprising answer here from the 100 humans. McVeer got this one. Okay, this is um, probably the most common esotericism. They have buildings dedicated to it. And there's not just one, there are many of them. I think there are three top ones. Hinduism, Christian, Christianity, and, um, and the Muslim religion. What am I talking? Oh, God, I've just said it. Religion, there you go. Sorry, Natch. I saw Natch nod there. I saw Natch nod. So I knew he hadn't it, and it was the time to go to him. And I already said the word. McVeer also got religion. Well done. Uh, Pedro on Instagram said Catholicism. Great answer here from Materia Oscura says, dress like Amancio Ortega says. That's occult or esotericism that people engage in. <laughs> okay, um, and Eric here on Instagram just says, darkness. I don't know if he's answering the question or writing a heavy metal song. I don't know. Either way, it probably proves. Um, <laughs> Vero said religions, well done. Decoy says voodoo. Is voodoo there? No, it's not. Oh. Okay, I'm going to give you some clues to lead you to the seventh most popular answer. We'll get there, guys. Um, according to stereotypes, the most popular drink in England. It's a warm drink. Mm. Okay, so you're with me, right, Natch? You're with me. You know what the drink is. Most popular drink in England. You have your little finger stuck, stuck out while you're drinking it. <laughs> It's blank time. Okay. So, upon finishing it, there's something, there's residue at the bottom. And it's believed you can um, tell the future <laughs> due to these this residue left at the bottom of uh, Britain's most popular drink. <laughs> the bridge has got it. Do you know where it is, Natch? I don't know how to say it. Reading the... Reading the tea leaves. Well done, Natch. And the bridge got that one. Well done. Guys, you're on fire. That one's there. Reading tea leaves is there. It's the seventh most popular answer. Three of a hundred humans. There are only three more to get. Uh, I often say I do this eight hours a night. <laughs> what is it, Natch? Meditation. Meditation. Well done. <laughs> oh... It's not esotericism. It's not esoteric. You just can't. You're being present. You're becoming one with the universe. Chill, bro. <laughs> yeah, look, don't blame me. Blame the hundred humans. I don't come up with these answers. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, again, in the 90s, the 90s and early 2000s, this was so popular. Every girl I dated was this. <laughs> there was one movie. There was one movie where three of these 
Or think Macbeth. The inciting incident in Macbeth is he meets three um, people who practice this um, this esoteric thing. Hubble bubble, toil and trouble. Mm. Both BS, says Decoy. You can, re- you can read tea leaves? I heard of coffee, dregs, though. <laughs> Palm reading also. Ooh. Molly says, palm reading. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Molly. <laughs> Millie, Molly Mandy for the win. She is killing it. So what was I talking about, Natch? About uh, witches. Witchcraft. Yeah, witches. Well done to you and Vero. You guys have done it. Let's quickly go through the list. I asked 100 humans to name or to identify types of esotericism or occult practices that people engage in. In position number seven was reading tea leaves. Well done. The bridge got that one. That surprised me. In position number six, um, religion. Three of a hundred humans said that one. In position number five was palm reading. Well done to Millie Molly Mandy out of nowhere, out of the dust and chaos. With that great answer, four of a hundred humans said that one. In position number four, we have witchcraft. Witchcraft. In position number three, meditation. Meditation. In position number two, we have tarot, tarot cards. And finally, in position number one, astrology. Well done, guys. By the way, friends, there was a show yesterday. You may have been, if you're a radio listener, you may have been listening to Richard, but there is a fresh promo show waiting for you in the podcasts. All right, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News! This is Complete the News. I will give you a news headline, a real news headline. Um, And using um, the three options I give you, you will complete the news. Okay, so here we go. Dakota Johnson says she blank for 14 hours. (laughs) Keep it clean. I know you're all in bed right now, but keep it clean. It's a family show. I said blank. (laughs) Dakota Johnson says she blank for 14 hours. Dakota Johnson dice que blank. Por 14 horas. But what is it she does or has done for 14 hours? Is it A, cries? She cries for 14 hours. Is it B, she sleeps for 14 hours? Or is it C, she meditates for 14 hours? Arguably B and C are the same thing. (laughs) So... Dakota Johnson says she blank for 14 hours. Is it A, cries? Not gritos, llora. Llorar. Yeah. Is it B, sleeps? Duerme. Or is it C, meditates? Medita. God, imagine having so little to do, you can just meditate for 14 hours. Does playing video games count as meditation, Natch? I did shocking. I did a lot of <laughs> did a lot of meditating yesterday. In that case, at least a couple of hours. <laughs> All right. The chat seems to say C meditates. Dakota Johnson says she blanked for fourteen hours. Dakota Johnson, um, star of Madame Web, up and coming, or um, Fifty Shades of Lame. Uh, sorry, Grey. <laughs> Uh, says she blank for 14 hours. Dakota Johnson dice que blank por, por 14 horas. Sleeps, um, cries, meditates. The audience says she meditates. Let's find out the answer. Dakota Johnson says she... The answer is B, sleeps. Oh my God. Sleeps. Dakota Johnson, known for her role in Madame Web, has sparked both, dis- both disbelief and humour with her recent sleep 
revelation. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal, she stated that sleep is her top priority, claiming she is not functional with less than 10 hours and can easily sleep for 14. Oh, God. We, me and you, we need to get jobs in Hollywood, Natch. Okay, final one. We've got to be really quick with this one. Vivek Ramaswamy. Do you know who this is? He's a president, president, Republican presidential candidate. Okay. Vivek Ramaswamy appears to broadcast himself blank during a live X talk. Vivek Ramaswamy parece retransmitirse a sí mismo blank durante una charla indirecto sobre en X. Okay. Is it A, hitting a child? Is it B, eating noodles? Or is it C, urinating? A, hitting a child, um, pegar a, a, a un niño. B, eating no noodles, comer fideos. <laughs> we all know the sound. Or is it C, urinating, orinar? Um, what do you think it is, Natch? C. You think it's C, urinating? The chat is going for B, eating noodles. The tour says, a talentless actress sleeping patterns fascinating. <laughs> Poor Dakota Johnson. All right, anyway. Um, you say C, Natch. The chat is seems to be uh, angling towards B, with the, um, uh, with the exceptions of the bridge and Datter. Okay, Vivek Ramaswamy per, um, appears to broadcast himself. The answer is C, urinating. <laughs> well done, Natch. No fooling you. No fooling Datter. You got it. You got it. Vivek Ramaswamy, a Republican candidate for the 2024 U.S. presidential election, inadvertently broadcasted himself urinating during a live conversation on X Space, a platform formerly known as Twitter. The incident occurred while he was speaking with Elon Musk, Alex Jones, and Andrew Tate and Matt Gates. Oh my God. It's just like the worst people. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like those people. Whatever. All right, friends. Look, I've had such a blast today. It has been a hell of a way to start the day, and it wouldn't be half as, um, half as fun without you guys who listen and participate. Friends, so many things you could have been doing today, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with Natch and I, and it means the world. I'll see you tomorrow.